welcome to This Versus That, Making Wedding Decisions with Kelly McWilliams. This podcast is for you if you're making a wedding decision and want to know what to consider before saying I do to all the things that will make your wedding experience a great one. I'm your host, Kelly McWilliams, and I'm so glad to be a part of your wedding planning journey. In each episode, you can count on me and my expert wedding co-hosts to give you everything it takes to make the best decisions for the wedding that you're dreaming of. Do you have a decision to make about how long your engagement should be or how long to take to plan your wedding? It's a question every couple asks and a decision every couple has to make, and that's why we did this episode for you. I have Kimberly Rhodes with me, who is a wedding and event planner and designer, and she is going to chat with me about short versus long engagements. With more than 20 years of event planning experience, ranging from corporate conferences to nonprofit galas, Kimberly Rhodes found her love for weddings while planning her own. Now in its 10th year, her award-winning event planning company, Hitched Events, focuses on beautifully detailed weddings and other celebratory events in the Dallas area. Kimberly is passionate about creating events that are just as stunning as they are seamlessly executed, and she is fueled both by complicated event logistics and gorgeous design aesthetics. In 2016, Kimberly launched This Week in Weddings, one of the very first wedding industry podcasts for entrepreneurs, now enjoyed by event professionals all over the world. She also serves as the immediate past president of the Dallas-Fort Worth chapter of the National Association of Catering and Events. When she's not playing and designing fabulous weddings or co-hosting a podcast, you can find her watching a reality show on Bravo, cuddled up with her husband, dog, and a glass of wine, or digging into chips and queso on a sunny patio. Let's face it, everyone needs this episode before settling on the decision because there are major factors to consider, perhaps that you wouldn't even think to consider unless we had brought them up to you. In this episode, we'll talk through how the length of your engagement can affect the cost of your wedding and the stress involved in planning it. We'll also talk about how the decision can affect your guests and who may or may not attend. Let's get right into this interview with Kimberly. Good morning, Kimberly. Hello. This I'm is so glad to be here. I'm glad that you're here, and I'm so glad that you're the reason that I have a podcast. I mean, I I love that. I love that you have a podcast, and I'm so excited to be a guest on one. It's yeah. funny having one, and then like being a guest on one. Oh yeah, agree. Kind of different. It's very different. It's very very different. But we're going to talk about something today that is a very I, I guess it's like the first decision yeah. that anyone is going to make. And For sure. I think just to jump right into this that people go into choosing a wedding date thinking they need a year to plan a wedding. Like I remember when I got engaged, so I want to hear what you did. Yeah, I have thoughts. When I got engaged, I was like, okay, it takes a year to plan a wedding. I don't know where I got that idea from, but I figured like some, for some reason, somebody told you that a long time ago. Yeah. Or instead of in a magazine, like in that back in the day, when I got married 23 years ago, you went by the magazine and the telephone book which we'll have to explain to people what a telephone book is. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the day, um, we used to have these big yellow books that they would throw at the 
the door. It would get delivered to your doorstep. Like you didn't even ask for it. It just showed up. No, and it had everyone's phone numbers on it. And on the first half of the the white pages had. And when we say phone numbers, we mean like landline. Yeah. like Pre-cell phones. Yes, pre-cell phones. Because you had one phone number for everybody in the house. So the first half of the phone book had every single person in your area code. I, I think don't remember it how it was done. Area code. I think okay. area code. So it had everyone's residential phone number there. And then the last half was yellow pages. And that listed ads for all the businesses in town. Mm-hmm. Like that's how Which I found all of my wedding vendors. why people would have like AAA plumbing and AAA whatever. Because they wanted to be listed first. Um, this is where I raised my hand and guess what my DJ was. AAA DJ? It sure was. <laughs> The very first person on you're laughing so hard. That is amazing. That is it was the very first one uh, in the yellow pages. I was like, well, there we go. He answered the phone too. So I was I was happy. That Um, is so funny. Okay. So yeah, Uh, that's public service announcement. Don't pick your vendors based on being first alphabetically. No, no. (laughs) And in my previous wedding planning name, which was weddings by socialites, if that did happen, I would never get a wedding. Because I was yeah. W. But you know what? Now there's not a phone book. So no. we're moving on to bigger and yeah. better things. But I, yeah. Kelly, to take it back to engagements, I had a long engagement. We were engaged 19 months, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Yeah, yeah which so is a long time. We definitely have different perspectives on this. But I have a reason for it. Okay. So we weren't originally planning on 19 months. I think we were originally planning on like a year or something-ish. 14 months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like you was like, you need a year to plan. Like you need a year to plan a wedding. Yeah. And my, we were about to pull the trigger on our venue for a date in October. And the, literally the day before we signed the contract, my sister was like, um, I'm pregnant and I'm due oh. in October. And I was like, well, we can clearly not get married that weekend because you might be giving birth. So we postponed, we pushed it farther ahead um, and it ended up being 19 months. But I will say, even though that's a really long time in engagement time, we were paying for the majority of our wedding ourselves. So for us, for my husband and I, it was like the longer engagement helped us save money every month for the wedding that we really wanted. Yes. Yes. That's definitely a bonus right there. Is the time to save. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Whereas if you had a short engagement, that money has to be available right now. Exactly. For all the things. Yeah. And really, it's like we could have had a shorter engagement and had a different wedding. But I was like, the wedding I want costs more than we have currently. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to save money towards this. So it allowed you to have more things because you had that time to save and yeah. truly plan for it. So Absolutely. that's a huge benefit. Yeah, that's a huge sure. benefit. I also was planning long distance. And I know, Kelly, you do a lot of destination events for people Mm -hmm. who don't live in your market. I did not live in the city that I got married in at the time and had a very busy work schedule. And so it wasn't as easy to like go travel, to go on-site visits and all of that. Like it had to be worked into my schedule. Right. So that longer engagement period helped that too because I didn't feel like, okay, I have to drop everything today and go check out venues or anything like that. So Uh, I am not anti the long engagement. So I'm going to be the opposite. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can honestly, I could argue it both ways because I think there oh, are no, pros I definitely can. and cons to both. But I'm I'm definitely Holy. not anti the long. No. Uh, so for long engagements, I to me, from my perspective, those are probably two of the biggest reasons mm-hmm. for financial reasons um, to be able to save. Um, and the other reason I think um, is just to be able to enjoy just that time being engaged. Like, I feel like it's such a special time in your life when you're just like all about yeah. love and the excitement of it. And it allows for you to have more of those special moments from start to finish, like the showers and maybe um, what else do you do? Uh, like the engagement parties and and all of those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, well, in my market, so I'm in Dallas, some of the most popular venues book out a year in advance. Oh, so yeah. that longer engagement period does give you more options. So I feel like for someone who's like, nope, I want all of the venue choices or all my first choice vendors, or you know, I have very specific things that I definitely want to make sure I get, the longer engagement will help you do that. Yes. You're so, it's so true because how, how defeating is it when you get all the things that you want, but the band that you want so much doesn't work out for that date. But if you had done it, like just even a couple months down the line, down the line, you could have had them. Yeah. 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 For sure. So I think for some people, a long engagement is ideal, but I also think on the other side, and I think you're probably going to agree with us, Kelly, I think there are types of people, types of clients that I have had where a long engagement is not ideal. For sure. And I would say for someone who is indecisive, a long engagement just makes the whole process more complicated. So much more difficult. Right. It's a stressful thing for them. Yeah. Uh, Because those are the people that need to check things off and um, be pushed into that direction maybe. And I I could not agree with that more fully. In fact, I would say that's probably the most important reason to go with a short engagement. If you think that planning a wedding is going to be anxiety ridden for you. Yeah. And if you already know from the get go that you will flip back and forth with decisions, mm-hmm. that yeah. can cost you money doing that. Yeah. But when you've made a decision to to do one thing and then you're like, oh, never mind. I like this instead. Yeah. You've already had something done. I feel like the, this is what I always say. Like I would say this to any of my clients. Wedding planning is life turned up to an 11. Meaning however you are in your life, that's how you are going to be planning your wedding. However your family dynamics is in your life is how you're going to be when you're planning a wedding. Like if you've always had issues with money, that's not going to change when you're planning a wedding. (laughs) If you've always disagreed with your mom, that's not going to change. Like it's all the same. Mm -hmm. It's just turned up a level. Like the volume is turned up on it. It's turned up to 11. And so if you're the kind of person who has analysis paralysis, where like just making a decision is very difficult or stressful a shorter engagement kind of forces you to make decisions more quickly because you don't have time to look at 5,000 menus. You just don't. No. (laughs) And you don't have like 5,000 venues that are going to be available to you because some of them are going to be booked. Yes. So 
for that kind of person, I think that short engagement can be really helpful. Actually, yeah. it's less overwhelming for that reason because you have less choices. So right. you know, when you have your planner helping you out, we're able to say, okay, we have six weeks to get this done, or three months, or six months. Okay, let me ask you this, and then we'll go back to that. Mm-hmm. What would you consider a short engagement? Like, would oh, I would say, well, okay. Because most of what I'm doing is like full service planning, usually under six months to me is short. Okay. Under six months, I would consider short. Okay. And for me, I would say like under three months. Oh, see, under three months, I would say is like, what's shorter than short? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But like under six months is pretty aggressive Mm -hmm. in a starting from scratch situation. Yeah. But I think it can a lot totally of, be done. Like it can so be done. Oh, you know me. I just had a wedding last week that was a 10-dayer. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so but you know, the the benefits to that, like you said, are that you know, your planner can come to you with here are your two options. It's A or B. It is right. not going through, let's narrow down from five, interview the two, the three, yeah. you know, yep. and then pick the one. It is A or B and yeah, sold, you know, sign on the dotted line. I will say, as we're just like kind of tossing around both sides, I also just thought about your guests and their availability. Mm. So a longer engagement, you have the opportunity to do a save the date and put it on people's calendars early and people have time to make travel arrangements, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas if you're doing something shorter, like that under three month time frame, I think it's just being mentally prepared that sometimes people's schedules are going to fill up. Yeah. Some people want that. Some people don't want right, all, all the people to come. They're like, well, if we just spring it on them, then we won't have to have the wedding for 200. We can have it for the 75 that we actually want to have it for. If they come, they come. Yeah. I will say, I don't know, Kelly, for you, do you have a like time limit, like you won't start working with someone more than X many months ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it depends on the wedding. It depends on how complex our wedding is really. But for Mm -hmm. the most part, I really try not to book out more than 15 months in advance. Yeah. I'm an 18 month in advance person. Here's the thing. When you're in that frame of mind, there's too much time to go back and forth with things. And there's always going to be that long pause in the middle where really nothing can get, can get done because you set all your foundations and then there's this lull where nothing can be done because you don't know who's coming. You haven't sent out invitations yet. Like it's a lull. Right. And I find that a lot of our clients feel like anxious and like, shouldn't I be doing something right now when there's just really isn't anything that you can do, you know? Yeah. I am with you. I'm, I'll do 18 months at the most. And when I talk to clients or potential clients who are farther out, I really just have to explain it. Like so much can happen in two years. So you're looking right now and there's going to be venues that are going to be opened. There's going to be venues that might close. Like there's so much that can happen in the world that it is hard to plan so far in advance. Yes. Yes. I think like it, 24 months in advance. What there's no, Mm-mm. but you know, we get a lot of calls. I could have that. two babies by then. <laughs> You're right. You could. But I, I think a lot of people do call for that because 
they they call that early because they, they're trying to be smart about it and find out like what's reasonable because people walk into this not knowing, you know, right. how much it costs to get married or to have a wedding and how long it actually takes. So people will call two years in advance. And, you know, I unfortunately will say, you know, I can tell you what, you know, we can go through the process. I can tell you what it would be for right now. But this is not going to be the same two years from now. We don't know what any of these, like just when you sign your contracts for your venue, it says subject to change there with those menu prices. We don't know what's going to happen with the price of meat. (laughs) You know? I mean, that's the truth though, you know? Yeah. And if they're, you know, the groupers like Florida Fish and sometimes they seasonally or annually, they may say, not this year, there's not enough out there. And maybe that's what you pick for your menu. So if you are at a shortened length of time, you can almost guarantee that what's been given to you and offered to you is going to still be available. Whereas long-term may not be the case. Kelly, since you brought up pricing, can we talk a little bit about some price advantages of shorter versus longer engagements? big. Because one of the things that I just thought of is a shorter engagement from a vendor perspective. When you're like, okay, your wedding's in six weeks and I'm open. Not that this is true for every single vendor category by any means. However, there are some categories. If you're looking at a hotel, for example, if they have that space open and you have a short turnaround, you are very likely to have more negotiation room because the chances, exactly, the chances of them booking another event in a short period of time is slimmer than if you're planning two years ahead of time. I have a 2022 client right now that we're on a venue search and they're looking at several kind of high-end venues in my market. And one of the venues is like, we aren't, we have no room to budge because you're talking 2022. Like we're going to, basically we're going to sell this date whether you want it or not. So why would I give you something when I know I'm going to sell it at some point in the next year and a half? Yes. There's a lot of venues as well that will not, uh, a lot of venues, especially if they, for resorts and hotels, will not open it up to social clients until they've had plenty of time to try to sell to corporate clients. And so, and I don't know if that's the case there, but here it definitely is where they will not release dates to weddings until they know for sure that that date is not going to be taken by a potential corporate client who would be spending more money there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if if you're wanting to have your wedding at one of these locations, you may be sitting there waiting and just hoping that they release the date that you want. And it may or may not happen. Interesting. I don't think we have that as much, but we do have some venues that won't even entertain dates more than a yeah. year in advance. It's like at the month, a year ahead of time is when the dates open up and you yeah. cannot book before then. Yeah. So there is a lot of leverage in a short planning period, particularly are, when it comes to like venues. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, another good thing that you brought up that um, I am very friendly with is that if you do short term, you don't have to do save the dates. Yep. It's true. <laughs> Just send out the invitation when it's, It's time to send out the invitation and that could be helpful if you're trying to limit your guest list a little bit. Um, It also helps with the budget, you know, Yeah, you know, it's just an added cost. Back when I got married, they didn't do save the dates. 
This is a new it thing. Needs to be a thing. I know. No, no. But I mean, they're nice. I like the magnets on my fridge. There's. <laughs> you're like I'm not doing magnets. <laughs> I actually was at my office the other day, um, cleaning up some things, and came across my save the date for my wedding, and we did these. <laughs> I mean, I think it was really cute, but it's kind of cheesy. We did these pencils that said "pencil it in." Kimberly and Clint oh, are getting I married with our cute. date on it. <laughs> I think it's cute. I, I mean, don't think it's tacky. I think it's really cute. I mean, it was a little cheesy. I loved it, but I just came across one of those pencils in my office, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, isn't that funny?" I love it. I but you know, this is a little bit off topic, but like I I never really liked the magnets just from an aesthetic perspective. But on my refrigerator right now, I have at least three of them from weddings that oh, happened really? forever ago. They're just forever yeah. there. It's- yeah, I don't have any magnets on my refrigerator. It's just like they clean. hold things up. Yeah, they're I holding hear you. things up there. I hear so, you. but yeah, I think that you're right that there are the the benefits, some of the better benefits to short terms that you really can't. You have the upper hand on negotiating a lot of times. And sometimes people are just making last minute deals. Like they're just coming right at you, you know, Um, the the cons are when you're doing short term, but you really do want a lot of people there, especially with destination. If they just can't make it like what you said um, Mm -hmm. in that short time frame, especially in, you know, with destination in particular, it's an expense for your guests. So if it's somewhere where, it's going to be an expensive thing that they really don't have. They would need to save up to be able to come as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Like we're not going to spring an Italy trip on you in two months. Exactly. Exactly. It. So that's something to consider when you're trying to decide, like if you decide first that you want to have a destination wedding and that it's going to be something that might be of an expense to your guests, then giving them that lengthy amount of time to, um, plan for it one, but also, you know, just for their calendar wise, but also financially is something to consider. I mean, honestly, I said it before, but I could argue it both ways. There's clear pros and cons to both Mm -hmm. options. So it's not like there's a bad choice. It's just like, what's the best choice for you? No. And I think it's, I, I think the point that I kind of wanted to make with this is that you do have the option to go both ways. And sometimes, even if it just comes down to mentally, mentally, I think short is the way to go. It's just so much easier to go I don't down that, that list. It's yeah, just, I don't disagree with that. This All of my clients who do short term are just like, okay, well, we have to make a decision now. You're right. Let's, right. let's just do just it. Check it off the list. We got to move it forward. It's not letting the things weigh on your shoulders. You know, and it's like you take off one thing at a time, just, you know, and you're not overthinking. It's like, it's done, you know, it's just done. So, well, and I think Kelly, you made a good point earlier is that people assume for whatever reason, from whatever magazine they read forever ago, that they have to do a year or more. Like that's just kind of an assumption that it's not necessarily true, especially if you have somebody who is helping you. Like if you have a planner like honestly we could plan your wedding beginning to end in a week if we had to yep like we have the connections we know what to do like we could do it in a week truly so feeling like you need a year is not necessarily factual one of the cons of a short engagement is fashion 
because a lot of these dresses, like if you were choosing a wedding dress from a dress shop where it's not off the rack, they are made to order basically. So Mm -hmm. they're not making your dress until it is actually ordered. And sometimes those can take six months or more to come in. Yep. So if you're like, I've always wanted a Vera Wang gown, you're not getting that tomorrow. No. So I think truly that's the one thing, unless Kelly, you can think of anything else where it's like, you're going to have to shop at a different situation. Like you're going to have to go. You have to alter the the method that you're doing it. Yeah. To, to make it happen that way. I can't think of anything else that would be that restricting or limiting. That's the only one that comes to my that takes mind. A long time. When I've yeah. had, I've had a couple of like very short turnaround, like less than four months, um, and that's always been the one thing that I'm like, you need to immediately go find a dress because here's the other thing: dress shops will be able to tell you when the ship dates are for different designers. Yeah. So going into a dress shop with that's why they're asking you what your event date is, like to make sure that dress is going to ship in time. Some are longer than others. And they can often steer you into the direction of something that is going to come in in plenty of time. Um, but the other option is, you know, to go to a department store or order something online. It doesn't have to be from a bridal shop if yes. you're in at time constraints. Yeah. I remember what it was that I wanted to bring up that I, I don't know how it is for a good portion of your clients, but so many of mine are doing so many life-changing things at once. Uh, I'm like, how are you keeping that straight? They're buying a house, house, switching jobs, graduating from college, moving from one city to the next. Like there are so many things. So if you like having babies, like there's, so many reasons that you may need to stretch that time out so that things fall into a very specific place or do it short so that you can move on to those things. Right. Yeah, that's a very good point. Big time. Big so, time. So like, I, mean, I feel like we've given people a lot of things to think about, Kelly McWilliams. I think you might be right. But Did in you- a good way. You, you and so you did a long engagement, and would you do that again? Uh, well, I mean, if I were in the same situation again, yes, mm-hmm. simply because of the financial aspect of it, yeah. But if money were no object, then I think I still probably would have done a year, to be honest. Really, I would have. I I enjoyed being engaged, like to well, your that's point, what I was of saying. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like some people, I mean, that's a, a really special time of your life, you mm-hmm. know? And um, so it, depending on how short of an engagement, you know, you may not be able to do all of those pre-wedding things that are, yeah. you know, kind of fun and the excitement of it. Well, but- and I tell my clients too, this sounds like, it makes me feel like an old lady, like I'm being very motherly, but I do feel strongly about this. I think the engagement period is so important, not just because you're like, oh, we're so in love and it's so fun, but like the planning of your marriage, like the planning of your life together. Like this Mm -hmm. is the time you're talking about finances and making decisions and how you like plan for big things. Like the planning of the wedding really translates so well to planning of your life, like how you're dealing with each other's parents, like your in-laws, like all of that stuff comes up as you're planning the wedding. 
Yeah. And when it's stretched out into a longer period of time, it's kind of like, it's kind of like dating, you know, like you date for three months or you, you date for three years, you know? Yes. Yes. Oh, so many good things. Mm. I feel like I feel like everyone can walk away from this and be like, okay, now I actually know what I need to consider, but also know that they're not forced into that one year timeline. And you know what? I know why people have that one year timeline now that I think about it. It's because every magazine and website is built showing a one year timeline. Yep, sure is. So let us just say to you that that does not need to be the case. That, you know, especially if you have experts on your side, if you've got planners there to help you through it, it can be a 10 day, no problem. Or it can be, we don't suggest two years for most people. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, there's, there's something to be said, like, like we said, there, you know, there could be reasons why you need to do that. Especially, oh, so this is one good thing about a very long engagement. Um, like, let's say you are in that um, that bucket of people that is uh, like going to law school and has to take their bar exam. Mm. And they want to get engaged and they want to have a wedding at a certain time. This, but they need to line that up in the middle during the lull. So they yeah. can start in the beginning, book all the vendors, get all the good vendors. And then to put a halt to wedding planning. Yeah, While they study for their bar and then take it and then they can get on with the wedding planning. So that yeah. might result in a very long engagement, which I've had plenty of those as well. Yeah, I was going to say on that point, I've had clients where it's like they're in medical school and doing their residency. And the only time that really works is this particular time in their yep. schedule, like in their academic world. It's like this period of time. And yeah. whether that is six months from now or two years from now, it's like, it has to be this period of time. Right. Absolutely. Same thing with like athletes, like where we've had professional athletes that are like the only time that it works for us in our schedule with training and games. And it's like this period of time. And if this period of time is four weeks from now, then you need to do a year in four weeks. Yes. So yeah, there are definitely some life circumstances, which kind of dictate the event Mm -hmm. my sister's baby like my niece it was like well we're gonna have a longer engagement because yeah life happens yeah so there's definitely a reason to go in there are many reasons to go in one direction or the other but the truth of the matter is they're both an option they're absolutely both an option thank you so much Kimberly you are putting out some good stuff in the world's Hey, we just want everyone to enjoy their engagement, no matter how long it is, and to be able to make all their decisions with education and to knowing. I'm so glad that you joined me. And then you'll have to come back in season two and we'll talk about something else that's very exciting. Oh, can I really? You said it out loud. That means I said it out loud. She's writing it down. I see you writing down the contract. (laughs) I get to be in season two. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. And I'll thank you. This was fun. It was so much fun. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. I'm so glad to be able to share my wedding experiences and expertise with you, and that my co-hosts are still giving it theirs. We truly do want you to have the best time at your wedding. And our hope is that this podcast is helping you to make your engagement time while planning your wedding that much easier. 
may I ask a favor of you if this is the case? Would you just take a moment to leave a review of this podcast on your listening platform? It helps people just like you to find the podcast and to also find out their answers so they can make decisions. I would also absolutely love for you to give this versus that podcast a shout out on your social media. You can find us at this versus that wedding podcast on Instagram. And if you would like me to help you with a specific question, a wedding decision, please, by all means, ask, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you and maybe just maybe even have you as a wedding guest on a future episode. How fun. Here's to another great wedding.